man. I really do got to get to a gig tonight, you know. Right. But what's got me tripping? Mickey's late, all the other cats late. Mickey calling all these damn rehearsals like we don't know his simple ass music, right? Waiting around all day for these cats. You know, yeah. so unprofessional. Rehearsal was supposed to have been like 10 minutes ago. Hey, man, ago. we got rehearsal in five minutes. Okay, yeah, yeah. And the piano player, you remember Anthony? He keeps just hitting on my girl. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, did you see it, right? Yeah. I looked up, I looked up, I'm like, that's what he was doing? Yeah. You know, just, he's What's a up, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, what is up? You know, I saw you the other night, man, just like all on my girl. You a bit kneeing like that? Oh. Fucking knee man. He just met me. ain't tripping about that bitch from the club. Hey. No, you the bitch. First of all, I was a little drunk. I was a little drunk. I do. I know you was drunk. But you just met the girl no tonight. Go. What'd you call me? I think he called you a fungus. Ma fuck you! Bitch ass motherfucker. Whoa, there's a lot to unpack in that scene, and thank you all for joining me, America's psychologist, Dr. Jeff, on this installment of The Dr. Jeff Show. Now, like I said, there's a lot to unpack in that last clip we just saw, and we will get to it in today's show, celebrating the opening of Mickey's Place. You all remember Mickey, my frenemy? Yes, Mickey, an olive branch to you, my brother from another, forget about it, mother. Anyway, the first jazz club, Mickey's Place, to open in Harlem in five years. And that's right, five years, can you believe it? And Harlem? In Harlem, a mecca and genesis of bebop and jazz, the forefather of R&B and hip-hop, where, interestingly enough, if you want to sample this music, you can't even find it in Harlem anymore. There are not enough jazz clubs happening in Harlem. As a matter of fact, let me call a spade a spade. These jazz clubs are virtually extinct in our own neighborhood and ecosystem north of the 1255th where the rent is just too damn high. Well, look, I want to first start today with a discussion of the club. Yeah, the club, the jazz club and its cultural significance in our history. I think the jazz club can be broken down, if you look at it, into three areas of importance in black culture, or as we say in uptown Harlem black culture. First, it was a meeting place or social gathering for jazz players and patrons alike, having some drinks, perhaps playing cards, and yeah, telling lies, lots of lies. Secondly, it was a hunting ground where couples were born. And what I mean here is, cats what they used to call pitching woo and third and most importantly where that sound that black nigga sound yes i said the n-word that black nigga sound was developed and cultivated now let me give you an example of what i mean regarding the unique environment of the club the jazz club so Check this out. We hung out at Mickey's place last Tuesday, and here's a snapshot of the social vibe in between the music sets with the jazz artists. I call it The Gathering. Take a look. 
Well, we supposed to be playing blackjack. I don't know what we're playing. What you got? Who needs a hit? Need a hit? Action. Okay, here's a hit for you. Yeah. Well, tell you the truth, there's this, there's this airline pilot. And, uh, yeah, 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 JFK. Uh -huh. on, the way to, on the way to Paris, France. And, uh, you know, got everybody seated and everything and uh, ready to go. And all of a sudden, uh, they get a call from the airlines that the plane doesn't have enough gas to make the journey. But the pilot figures out, oh, hey, I can make this journey. I can make this journey. All we got to do is get rid of a couple people. Oh. So he makes the announcement on, you know, well, uh, the plane is overloaded and we need to get rid of these people. We need to ask the people, start, starting with the letter A, B, and C, to please get off the plane. And so he starts off with the letter A. I need a card. You need a card, here you go. Ten. So A is for African Americans. All African Americans off the plane. Yeah, I know, but that's the way it was going on these days. Then he went to the letter B. Mm -hmm. That's for all black people. All black people got to get off the plane. What? I know, it's cold. It's cold. It's cold. Okay. And what was C? C, that's for the colored people. All the colored people got to get off. Now, you take a look around the plane and see if there's any other people of color on the plane. What? Oh, there's one guy way in the back. See him? Uh-huh. You know, one guy way in the back. Stand up, sir. How come you didn't leave? He said, well, because today, I'm under the letter N, nigga. It'll save your life. I know that's right. Now, see, right there, the club is where things are said, not usually in mixed company, and a safe place for otherwise poor taste. Oh, that poor young lady of Asian persuasion. By the way, Airplanes use fuel, not gas. Oish. Now, check this out. The matriarch, uh, I meant the patriarch of the establishment, the one and only my buddy frenemy Mickey Bass on bass, is never short on an eager crowd of listeners. You got to be careful with a lot of these women out here, man, that, that ain't really women, you know. You know, when I, I ran into a couple of them like that, man, they almost fooled me. You know, I almost, you know, I, was, I saw this one time, girl, one time, man, I threw it back, and that's when that fall fell off her head. And, and I found out she was a, a man. I was so mad, I almost let him go. Mickey, I can tell you, has a million of them. And I know this personally because I've had to sit through each one of his painful, crusty old jokes. Nice going, Mickey. So much for being culturally and sexually evolved. Now, can you please join the 21st century, you Neanderthal bass playing mofo? That's right, they're coming for you right now, Mickey. It's kind of like. Now, like any other social place, the Harlem Jazz Club, or what I call the club, is a place where jazz musicians use whatever amount of fame they may have or think they have to their advantage in order to hypnotize and capture their prey in the glorious pursuit of happiness and yin-yang. 
Now, they justify this pursuit because Lord knows they ain't getting much money for the gig and just getting some extras like complimentary drinks and chicken licking dinners just ain't making it. But that's neither here nor there. Let me tell you about some of the techniques they use to pitch that woo. First, you have the long game woo. Now, this is where the brother tries to be indirect, supportive, unthreatening, you know, vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. In other words, if he can bore her to death, she just might fall asleep into his arms. That's if her face doesn't fall into the plate of spaghetti first. Oh, Jackie, something playing with you, you know. I'm enjoying this. Is it really? Oh, yeah, and I know you're doing something else here in New York. Where are you playing? I will actually be at the Blue Note. Big time. Big are you time. coming or are you going to come? Yes, of course. I'm going to be there. You know, I wouldn't oh, miss it for the world. Well, you know, awesome. You know. I'm going to be looking for you. Now, do you have any new recordings? Because I want to, you know, anything coming out. I am working on a couple things. Yeah. Okay, well, when can we hear from them? Sounds great, Tom. Great to me, you know. You know, so anything else interesting happening? I know it is. Uh, no, just a little travel. Then you have your smooth as silk wrap, you know, like ice water, cold blooded, cold blooded. Yeah, that's Rick James. Damn it, you know, like the snake, going in for the kill and the thrill. Bitten before she even knows what happened. Pay me no mind, cat. You know, I get crazy when we start drinking. Yeah, I can see that. Well, that's all good. Cheers to you, cat. You know, I'm one of the cats. You one of the cats. You should just, you know. That's so dorky. Is it? Back in the day, girl. <laughs> Cheers, cat. Cheers. You know, it's been fun getting here to sit and talk with you. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about yourself. So I grew up in Ireland. Ireland? Mm -hmm. oh, I've been there before. So you do like to drink. Yeah. Get a little wild and frisky. I don't know about frisky. Wild? <laughs> I know you get wild. Well, my grandfather owns a pub, actually. Oh, my man. What was his name? Um, Isaac. Isaac. Here's the Isaac. Here's the cat. Here's the ice water. <laughs> Put a little ice water on that cat. <laughs> so how long have you been doing this? Oh, a long time. I've been playing since I was a little boy, you know. And here I am now, you know, it's afforded me to kind of travel, meet beautiful people like yourself. Yeah, it's been fun getting to know you. Won't you, uh, can I call you sometime? Yeah. You know what, actually, you don't have a pen. Put it on my phone, that way I'll, I'm sure to call you. Cat. Okay, folks, remember that clip I showed you at the beginning of the show where uh, Ice Water took exception to Anthony hitting on his woman? Well, check out this next video clip and it'll give you more of the background as to why that particular confrontation happened. Don't look, but uh, is this <laughs> your man? Mm. Right over here? Him? So tempting not to look. Okay, well, you know. Why do you ask? I mean, I have to say, I've been playing in this club a long time, and you're the finest motherfucker I've seen. Really? You don't no, say for that real. to everyone? I'm, I'm, I swear. I swear. Okay. So, um, you're not together, are you? No. 
Okay, okay. Just, just, you know, I, I work with the cat. You know, I don't want to, you know, start any trouble, you know. We play here every Tuesday. Do you? Yeah. You going to come back? I might. If you play your cards right. Okay, okay, okay. I have to say that. That dress, God damn. Mm. Yeah? Oh, man, you feel my heart? Should I? Yeah, Ooh. <laughs> damn. But, um, anyway, so where you from? Where you from? I'm from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico? Yeah. I've never been. Well, you should. It's nice out there. Can I come back with you? Yeah, you want me to take you to Puerto Rico? Yeah. You should take me to Puerto Rico. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. But, you know, um, you know. What? I don't know that much about you. You know, <laughs> maybe we could, uh, you know, go on a couple of dates or something. Yeah, that sounds nice. We'll talk about it later after this. Okay. That'll be good? Yeah, that sounds nice. Okay, that's what's up. <laughs> Damn. I hear you like Mofongo. <laughs> Knee man over here. Knee man. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I know it's all right. Mofongo. So this brings us to Anthony, who I call the two-dimensional rapper. In other words, he is touchy number one and feely number two. A low-down OPPODB. That's old dirty bastard performing artist but he likes to hit on his buddy's women. Excuse me one second, folks. Hey, Martine, do I have an open hour this afternoon for the couch? I do? Good. Call old Knee Man, a.k.a. Mofungo, a.k.a. Anthony, and get him an appointment to get here this afternoon. And watch out for his rap, by the way. Oh, and, and uh, bring me some knee pads in case that fool tries to go for my kneecaps. Next, check out this brother who has the audacity to call himself he-jazz. If you like a little corn with your flake, this brother is guilty as charged. Check it out. Excuse me. Little boy, get out of the way. You make a vegan want to eat meat. You fine enough to make Ray Charles see. Oh, sweet lordy. Mm-mm-mm. What's your name? Georgetta. Georgetta? Mm -hmm. mm, what a coincidence. That'll work, though. <laughs> What's your name? They call me He Jazz, the brother who loved to see cash. Oh, okay. He Jazz. That's right. That's okay, right. where are you from, He Jazz? From Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Oh, Crown Heights. <laughs> Perhaps I'll take you on a little journey over there, man, show you the hood. Okay, <laughs> we can do that. Mm, fine thing. You look like an Asian Barbie doll. <laughs> Anybody ever told you that you resemble Chun Li from Street Fighter? Chun Li. You know, ain't nothing but a bitch. Chun Li. Oh, the one with the elbows. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He always talking to every chick that walk in the club. Now he a kung fu ex. Chun Li, Bruce Lee. He hit on Bruce Lee. <laughs> if he knew the way. He couldn't fight his way out of the wet paper bag. And I second that emotion. Negro, 
double please. And let me add one more N-word here, and not to upset anyone, that N-word is narcissism. So let me tell you folks, I'm not just shouting out the brothers here as far as their pathologies and prowling the club and putting out their psychological dirty laundry. Women, you know you play your games too. And because you are the superior of the sexes, you play your game at a much higher, intellectual, subversive, mild-melding, Freudian, and Jungian level. And the jazz club, yep, be real, provides you the perfect subversive cover for pulling off that superior kind of rap. I had this weird queer friend, but I didn't know he was queer then. And he made me read all these books about like Eastern stuff. Yeah. And then he taught me how to meditate and like Gandhi and like Buddhism. Like civil disobedience, you know? Yeah. Okay. Like Buddhism and like philosophy and Oi vey. So this brings us to arguably the most important aspect of the jazz club and that's the jazz itself. Now you know what I'm talking about here. That black jazz, that, and I say it unapologetically, that nigger sound, which can't be imitated just because someone graduates with a musical slash academic degree. But first, let me break it down with a brief history here about slaves. First of all, Slaves were brought to America and they were stripped of their culture, which of course included their musical instruments. After the Civil War, freed men began to express themselves musically through Western band instruments left over from the military bands. Now, these instruments included trumpets, cornets, trombones, clarinets, and saxophones. Essentially, they took that DNA of African rhythmic feel and vocal sound and translated it into the horns. Louis Armstrong, Freddie Hubbard, Lee Morgan, a perfect gauge of their human vocal articulation. The alto sax, the screaming sounds of bird, unparalleled in expressing joy and pain. The tenor sax, providing the depth and gravity of human emotion. Think Long Tall Dexter and John Coltrane, the trombone, Curtis Fuller and J.J. Johnson showing the booming fluidity and twists and bends of light and thought and voice. Bass, thumping the pulse of the earth. Yes, Paul Chambers, Milt Hinton, and yeah, you got it, Mickey Bass. Drums, the jazz messenger Art Blakey. Max Roach, 
beating out the rhythms of life. And piano, the Duke Ellington. Art Tatum, Cedar Walton. Yes, even Nat Cole, playing all of the colors of the rainbow. Without a doubt, these instruments and their masters are telling us stories without ever having to say a word. Lord have mercy, a man ain't got a friend without a song. And unfortunately, Kim, your op-ed on black jazz will not be accepted, will not be printed, will not be televised. But we will bring you the revolution the true story behind black jazz and its mother, Harlem, by any means necessary. So, Mickey's Place, well, it's right on time. It's not just a jazz place, it's truly a jazz messenger. So, Mickey, not to put too much pressure on you, but the pressure is on. Brother, don't fuck this one up, please. This is Dr. Jeff signing off. Hope you had a jazzy and wonderful time. I'll see you all next week. Peace. All right, Mickey Bass, man, Mickey Bass. Hey, look, man, you got it going on. I'm gonna have to give you props. You know what I'm saying? You boy swinging. They swinging, everything's cool, man. You got the June jumping, I gotta give it to you, man. You got this party jumping, all right? My thing is, man, look, we can do this shit together. My thing is, you got to jump in, but guess what? Shit is jumping on one block. I'm talking about taking this shit global, man. You feel what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about this shit on social media, man. I'm talking about taking this little block and this little thing you got going, and we're going to blow this shit up. That's what I'm talking about. Give jazz its due, man. So you get your boys, you keep them swinging, you keep them doing whatever you're doing, we 50%. But we're gonna take this shit all the way to 100. You understand? I'm down. That's what I'm talking about, man. Spank the flank. Spank the shit. Shit. You still keep your damn eyes off my girl, man. My girl. Yeah, the one that you put that damn crusty toe on. You think I'm gonna fuck up my guy?